Okay, there we are. We are recording. So welcome, everybody. Let's see who's here. I'm going to jam open this. And Barbara and Bren and Brooke and Angela, um, Arali. I don't know if that's how you say it. I'm sorry if I butchered it. Uh, Brooke and Karina and Kara. And some of you guys are coming in, and I might miss you, so I apologize. Caroline and Carolyn. Dolores D. Hey, DL. Hey, Dirk. Diane. Let's see. Elizabeth. couple Elizabeth. A couple of Jens. Uh, Maggie, Maribel, Mo, hey girl, I haven't seen you in a long time, Pamela, and I'm sorry, I know I'm skipping over a few, but we'd be here like all night if I just did names, um, Patrice and Pamela and Noah and Robert and Sarah and Stephanie and uh, Stacy and Susan and Therese, hello, and I know I, I skipped a few and I apologize, and I see other people that are loading and coming in. Oops, hitting August promo. <laughs> so welcome to the Monday Night Call webinar. You know, I know some of you are dialing in and some of you are webinaring in. And I love webinars. And I'm so excited when my guests want to do a webinar. So let's first, you know, go into this whole Monday Call thing because I know some of you are new. And you might be here for the first time. So we do them every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. I have on amazing guests who can help you grow your business and sometimes you know every now and then we'll do a product one and we'll have special guests from all over the place and I will tell you that the rebroadcasts can be found in multiple places um, this is one of those places it's diamondfactorytraining.com and it redirects you here to the smart member website which is hard to say over the internet or on the phone calls but through all the rebroadcasts to the calls are here um, there's other training here as well, and that says the upgraded membership. But if you want to hear all the calls that I've done, over 200 calls, uh, they are here for re-listening for re and downloading. Plus, there is other training you can get on the Module 100 for free. And if you want to upgrade, you can get other strategic training for your business like expos and why you get stuck and how to create momentum and all that. So there's so much here. It's, it's just crazy. Um, and the other thing is if you don't have this or you'd rather do mobile university on your iPhone right here, <laughs> you can go to uh, the podcast and you, and you'll, for Diamond Factory and you'll find us on this too. You can listen to it on your iPhone and SoundCloud. It's under Jen Springer. So that's where you can find the rebroadcast of this whole thing. So let's go to the uh, specials. We have some amazing specials this month, and if this didn't boost your, your volume, I don't really know what will, <laughs> because we have the back-to-school promos, and if you're not on Essential Rewards, you need to get on Essential Rewards. Essential Rewards is the program where you pay cheaper shipping, you get free stuff, you get free oils, and you never miss out on a commission check. Like, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> so if you're on 100 PV, minimum Essential Rewards, 100 PV, you get the 5 ml of lemon vitality, which could be used for anything and everything. Uh, if you're on 100 PV essential rewards, you get that plus 5 mils of Envision, which I don't know if I have it here. I might have it here. I don't know. You know, I one of my favorites because it's very budget friendly. And we are, um, ooh, somebody said there's a something jiggy with the webinar link. I will, uh, I might have to pause in a second and figure out what's going on with that. Um, I don't remember, I was talking about Vision, how amazing this is, very budget friendly. Citrus Fresh also comes with a 190 PV, when you put that order in, but the other two oils are on Essential Rewards only. Uh, for 250 PV, you get all of that, plus Clarity Oil, which 
hello, back to school, clarity. Um, and then for 300 PV, you get all of the Kids Sense oils. There's five. They're the five oils that are especially made for kids. And if you're a mom, you need these. If you're a dad, you need these. If you are anybody in contact with children, grandma, grandpa, you need these. If you're a teacher, you might have them handy too. <laughs> so you have genius. Okay, self-explanatory. Uh, hello, brain. Um, tummy jays, right? Uh, kids never have tummy issues, do they? Um, sleepy eyes, owie, and sniffles. So perfect. Oh, she got it. Okay, I'm just checking to make sure the webinar link. I was a little nervous there if there's something wasn't working right. So these are the best oils you can have for starting your kid off for the school year. And I will tell you what, I got two sets of my own this month. <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. So, you know, on the Monday call, we or webinar, we do, you know, like I said, we do this every week. And one thing I want to say is this. And it seems to be a theme that has been popping up the last week or so with my own self and my own team. And even our guest tonight and I have had this conversation about scheduling and time management. And, you know, people that are running their own business, I believe personally, it's, in my own self, I know that it's a fact, that we have challenges with time management. And either we are doing too much <laughs> and not resting, or we're not doing enough, and we're making all these reasons why we can't do things. You know, oh, I can't do it today because of this. Oh, I feel a little tired. Oh, I got to go do this. Oh, I'm going to start when this happens. You know, we got that going on, and then there's the other side of that where it's like work, 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 crash. Okay, and so it's very important to look at your schedule and plan everything out. I mean, when you're going to eat, when you're going to work out, when you're going to prep foods, when you're going to church, when you're going to temple, when you're walking in nature, when you're calling people, when you're sending emails, you know, your whole schedule. If you've got another job, you put there that in there. You look at your kids' activities. If you've got kids, you schedule it all out. Don't forget date night and fun night. And you look at your schedule week by week. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you can build it out to the month, because a lot of things are going to be reoccurring, you will see if you're imbalanced. You'll see if you're not doing enough. You'll see if you're doing too much and where you're lacking things when you see it right there in front of you. So one of the things that's also very important is to make sure that you're doing income-producing activities at least 60 to 80% of your time. So income-producing activities are calling people, talking to people and asking for referrals, expos, out and about prospecting, um, working on, um, you know, if you're presenting in a webinar, you're presenting in a live venue, you know, we're, you're reaching people that can become, you know, members of your team. Also, when you're working with your own team to help enroll others, that is income producing. Filing your papers is not. Writing a training manual is not. Uh, fixing all your paper clips in size and color order is not income producing. You know, you'll find that, you know, even making graphics, not income producing. I know you guys like to do that, but it's not income producing. So these things, you know, are important, but if you make a list of all the things you have to do, what can, what are you the best at? 
you need to do those things, and if they're income producing, they need to be the top priority. You know, if you've got children, are they old enough where they can help you with some of the tasks that you have to do? Or bring on your spouse, or maybe have somebody come over an hour or two a week to help you with things, especially if your business is really growing and you're making some money, you know, and you're silver or above. You know, these are all lessons that we have. You know, I've had people, I've hired people to do short-term projects. I had a part-time person that helped me live when I lived in Fargo. Um, I've got two people right now that are helping me, one's full-time, one's part-time, that are virtual assistants. So we have to get help with the things that are not income-producing. So that's my, my homework assignment for you guys is get a calendar. It could be old-fashioned calendar. i got two of them right here. I've got this one, <laughs> and I've got another one, a Franklin Covey one right here. I also have the Google Calendar, um, which goes off and reminds me of everything. So that's going to be your homework for this week. I don't even know where my go here's my Google Calendar. Um, when you look at this, this is my Google Calendar. I don't even know if you can see it, you guys, but it is. Um, hold on, click the right button. Oh, hello, webinar. You're just being a pain in the patootie today, aren't you? So, anyways, I'm just trusting that it's showing. So it's full. You know, everything is booked out. So that's your homework for this week. So let me go ahead and uh, see somebody. Where, where's the guest speaker? He's not on yet, Noah. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> all right. So here we are. There is, um, all right, let me go to, there he is. Is mine showing? Because I can't see myself. Yes, I can see you. Okay, good. I don't want to necessarily see myself. So let me go ahead and stop sharing my screen because I'm really excited tonight. You know, and some of you don't know who Chris Greathouse is, but I know very well <laughs> because I personally am working with Chris and my team to help my team um, gel together and be you know have some unity in moving forward to a common goal and I felt like some of my members were new and getting started and I had other people that were you know stuck for a while and really needed support and I you know my strength is prospecting enrolling creating ads writing copy and you know all that stuff that type of leadership you know stuff it's one of those things I needed to work on. And so when I had Joy Ballard on, you know, a while ago, many of you know her or you heard her on the call, and it was a beautiful call. You want to go back and listen to that if you haven't. She talked about her coach and how they created these boats, and we're going to talk about that and how everything was changing in the momentum in her team. And I was like, i got to meet this guy. And, of course, like it went in one ear and out the other, and I was like, it was on the back burner, and then I get an email from Chris, and I was so excited because Chris, he has like 30 years' experience on building teams. And I'm like, this is, you know, if you want to go somewhere and you want to learn a skill that you need to improve for your business or otherwise, you've got to learn from somebody who really has that experience and skill. And Chris has done business, life, he's done sports, he's done executives, and he's got all these credentials that say he's an awesome coach. But the most important thing is that Chris has the ability to help people bring teams together and move forward in unity. And I know about, I don't know about you guys, but 
I desperately needed that. And so Chris, he's here tonight. And Chris, I am so glad and blessed and thrilled that you're here to talk to everybody because this is without a doubt <laughs> a, um, a topic that seems to escape most of us. So thank you so much for being here, and I appreciate you. So all the people here, I know they're just sitting there. You guys are going to need a pen and a paper because you're going to be writing like crazy. <laughs> so thanks, Chris, so much for coming here. And you guys, uh, just so you know, Chris is in Germany right now, and if you know what time it is over there, he he should be doing that. So he's here okay. because he wants to help you. So <laughs> thanks, yeah. Chris, for coming. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So, so like start, ma'am. Just tell me your whole life story since you were born, what your blood type is, your DNA. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People don't want to hear that. No, yeah, no, you know, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, as you said, one of the things that I've um, – enjoyed his 30 years of sports coaching. And so I've created this 10-step uh, 10 framework from 30 years of experience and mistakes and figuring things out and uh, have applied those to teams. And as I've been coaching Young Living people, um, it's been fun. As I've, as I've spent time uh, with some people from Young Living, I've seen how hardworking they are. I've heard stories of dramatic health changes in lives and the desire to share oils and benefits with others and I've heard some say they want to share enough with people, share enough with people that their oils are free, and some have even wanted to pay medical bills, and some are even trying to run a profitable business. But one thing many of them have had in common that I've walked with is that some of them have had a level of stuckness or feeling lost about where to go next, Jen. And you know, we we've had some of these conversations about where, when people are at those spots. <laughs> so, one of the things I've done, um, I've spent the last 15 years. Working, working and leading in an organization of volunteers. And one thing you and I both know for sure is that working with volunteers takes careful consideration with how to move them forward. You're not, you're not signing a paycheck. So how do you get people to do what you want them to do without, uh, while, while trying to get them to go forward? And so what we have found is if you can flip the model, and that's some of the things that you and I have talked about. I'd love to spend a little time today about that. Flip the model. Um, inspire, draw them to the things that they want to do, and things really kind of take off. And yeah, so I, you know, I just sent everybody just in case you guys didn't see it in the email. I I have this checklist, and this is what Chris is talking about: is the framework of ten things. This is the framework for your team coming together. What you need to do. I sent it in the chat box. You can go take that link and go to his website and get that. You'll put your email in. He'll pop it out to you and email immediately. It was also in the email that I sent in the reminder, the starting soon and the other one. So make sure you do this. Very important. Okay. So Chris, why, you know, before we start into this, um, you know, it, you would think it would be intuitive, you know, especially all of us that come into Young Living and we're like, yeah, you know, I can do this and tell people what to do and they're going to be able to do it and it's easy. I'm just going to tell them. Why do teams like either fall apart or never even experience cohesion? Everybody's zigging and zagging and nobody, you know, like nobody's listening to their leader and, you know, what, why does that happen? Yeah, you know, it starts with the foundation. It starts off with setting a good foundation. And so even as I as you start in the framework, you help people discover, decide 
what they want. So step one, discover, decide what the leader wants. And then step two is understand that by helping others, you are being helped out too. You're being helped too. Pouring into others actually benefits you. And so what we talk about is create a rowboat. You know, we, we Joy talked about that. So you create a boat. Who wants to get in the boat? What's Where's the boat going to go? Um, what is it that people want to accomplish? <clears throat> you know, I'd like to just say that um, as I've walked with leaders, the leaders want to move forward, and they want the team to move forward, but they often they feel unsure of how to best move them forward. And so um, when, I've, when I've talked with leaders, some of them, I said, you know, as I said, they're stuck, they're going backwards. And uh, when they create the boat, they, they talk about the incredible gains of uh, working with people who are determined. They have unity, they have growth, and they have camaraderie. It's so cool the fun that they have when they build these boats. And so I think a lot of people get into organizations like Young Living because they want to walk with others. They, they love the product. It's changing their life. They want to help other people change their lives, but they also want to enjoy the journey. And so one of the things when we do when we build the boat is to make sure that we're picking the right people. And as we build the boat, um, yeah, you, you want to – sorry, I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, but – there's some things I'd love to share, but I, 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 um, you know, people get to the point where they say, the leaders that I've talked to, they've kind of said, no more, I've got to move forward. And it's from those decisions in people's hearts that teams, they grow, Jen, they grow at incredible rates. And I had one leader tell me just last week that her team has gone from 13,000 OGB to 26,000 OGB in six weeks. So six weeks. And it's not even the hyper-growth time of year. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's that multiplication factor. It's not what she's doing is she's built the boat. She's helping them get where they want to go. And then this whole thing just works together. She's moving up. They're moving up. Everybody's winning. Everybody's having fun. And uh, it's just a great time. Um, You know, I want to interject before you just hold it. You have your other person. You guys... A boat, I built a boat with my team, and what a boat is, it's like literally the leader, the captain, which is, i got to put my captain's hat whenever I do this, and then I had to choose up to five of my hot, rockin', eager, humble, coachable, high-emotional IQ team leaders. So if you guys are listening, (laughs) you might be. I didn't look since this started. You know, of rock stars that you can lock arms with and like do your tasks and set your goals and you row together towards a common goal over a given time. And so this is a boat. And at first I'm going to tell you, Chris, and like even when Joy first said it, it's a little scary as a leader to only pick five, you and five. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what about all the other thousands of people? But I'm sure, Chris, you'll talk about that too. But this is what the boat is. And so I've elected to chose five because working with Chris and we are rowing for 90 days together. So take it. I Go with your example, Chris. I just wanted yeah. to, to well, share my excitement about my own boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's great about that, Jen, you have let them own the goals. So you brought them together and, and said, what do we want to accomplish as a team? And so when they own the goals, you're not pushing and shoving them. You're drawing and inspiring them to bigger thing, things that they want. And so as you go along, as they set the goals, you're holding them accountable to the things they said they want to do. So yes. this is not about you. It's about them. It's about helping them get where they want to go. Um, yeah, so one of the first steps and point number four 
is determine the date that you'll have your launch time. This is the most important thing, Jen, because the moment that you say, all right, September 5th, we're going to launch, and you start working your way back, you go, uh-oh, i got to get after it. And it's a scary moment, but it's a freeing moment. You go, okay, we're going to do this. And I've seen teams just go, I've seen leaders go, okay, I'm a little scared, but I'm going to do this. And, and the one thing about coaching, obviously, is, is I'm, I'm right there walking with people. So, so when you have a coach, that's their job, to help you get where you want to go, and I just simply walk with them and, and give them a guide, and we can talk through more of some of these, uh, these points. But I love your statement about the boat, and you guys are all rowing together in the same way, and it's a great thing. Are you having fun doing it? Oh, I'm having so much fun. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you is my own curiosity. Do you think that being a coach um, is a learned skill or is it something that, you know, that you have to continually learn and get better like most things? Or are there some people that are just born with that? You know, what is your, what has been your experience with a great coach? Yeah. You know, I had a leader once, or I read the story about a leader who said leadership can be learned. And I believe coaching can be learned. I mean, I just started taking coaching courses two years ago. I said, I need to learn. Because one of the things that I've been focused on is I've wanted to inspire healthy leadership. I've wanted to, to uh, inspire, equip, develop, and multiply. So today we're going to inspire, and we're going to equip even with the framework. But to develop, you've got to walk with people. So I've developed my coaching skills by walking with someone and stretching my goals and going, I'm going to try that. I'm a little scared, but I'm going to try it. So it can be learned. And I know a leader who said to another guy who said, leadership, you're born with it or you're not. And the leader said, it's not true. Yeah. And I'm going to pick the least likely leader in this organization. And I'll lean into them for 30 days and let's see the difference. And he did. And the guy had a dramatic change because it can be learned. And it's a great thing that we haven't arrived. We're all in process. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, absolutely can totally be learned. Yeah, I, I think that's such an important skill that I know myself. I'm very left-brained, very analytical, and, you know, I'm more of a process person and a step-by-step, -step and that type of thing doesn't come natural for me. And even though I'm successful in Young Living, I feel like the leadership piece has escaped me for so many years. And to, to do this and hold people accountable in a way that's not, you know, um, obtrusive or, controlling or micromanaging um, this I encourage any of you who have members in your team and, and if you're saying this phrase my team doesn't dot 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 or I don't have the right people dot 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 which could be possibly true but if you have a, quite a few people in your team it's probably not true if you're saying my team is lazy or only if I had or any of those phrases you need to get a coach and you need to get some leadership skills. So anyways, Chris. And that's why we offer a seminar called 10 Laws of Leading. You know, mm -hmm. taking your leadership and team to the next level, just that 90-minute seminar is one step. You go, okay, I have some foundations. And there's more seminars and, and there's books. And there's even as I go through coaching people, we start off with a book right away. And we just lean into step by step by step. And we walk at that person's pace, the client's pace that is being coached. Okay. You know, one of the things you taught me is one of the biggest things of all is that you gave me the framework. Before we get into the next um, framework piece, you guys, so just hang tight. Um, so the, one of the things that I struggled with for so long, and it's so far this is working, um, I had struggles with people not showing up to my meetings. Um, I had struggles with 
we were all over the place. Like we not get, we got nothing done. That was a second struggle. I know, you know, like know what to exactly do during my, you know, weekly coaching calls and even the one-on-one -on -one calls and how to raise that bar. I felt lost and you gave me the framework for that. And it, it was, it's a huge help because I have steps now that I can pull my team together and everybody is showing up, which is a miracle, and everybody is engaged. And that, for me, is a huge, you know, we've just, we're in about three to four weeks into our boat. And, I mean, like, literally right before is this call I was logging in, I'll tell you guys, my one of my team members, and hopefully she didn't cuss when she sent me a, net, a text, she goes, this is what she says. All right, tonight's the night. I am not taking anyone's excuses anymore. No more Miss Nice Leader. I made two care calls and lit fire under two people. One class scheduled, another pending. That was just a text I got. As I logged in, it's 7 o'clock. So, anyway. Nice. Yeah. That's great, Jen. That's a yeah. great success story there. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. You. So, go ahead, Chris, with your... Yeah, and that's the beauty, Jen. You're just holding them accountable to what they said they want to do. Yeah. And we all need that. We all go, man, I'd sure like to do... I'd sure like to move forward this week, and yet if I don't say, okay, I'm going to move forward by making three calls or ten calls, and somebody comes along and says, so how did that go? And even knowing that that question is going to be asked is a great accountability. I know for me as I've done some fundraising, I've hit points where I'm like, okay, my call's tomorrow morning, and I still have three more calls to make. I'm tired, but I'm not, I am not going to enter that phone call and say, no, I didn't get it done. I am going to get this done. Yeah. And we all need that from time to time. So, yeah. So, um, you know, Jen, with the framework, some, some things, I don't know, if, I'm assuming some people have them in front of them. For those that don't, um, you can follow along. But, you know, this boat is a big, is a big part of the decision. But the, also um, creating the invitation statement. So you, you decide when you're going to do it. Set the date. Yep. You determine the date. I'm uh, sorry, yeah, you decide the date. Um, you create the statement. Now, this is so important, Jen, because this is where you start setting vision. You say, in two weeks, I'm asking, I'm inviting five people. And you, like you said, you're looking for people in your downline that are hungry, that are humble, and they have good social EQ and skills with people. And, and this comes from um, Patrick Lencioni's book, um, Strength of a Team. And so this is all his stuff. It's not my stuff. But it works. So you look for the people that are hungry, humble, have good EQ, want to work with people. And you approach five people and you say, I'm inviting you. And, but you, you tell them first, I'm going to send you a really special email. This is an important email. I want you to really look at it, consider, think about this. And in two days, I'm going to call you back and I want to know what you've decided. Or if you make a decision before those two days, yeah. call me or write me because I'm inviting you to be a part of a team, part of a boat that moves forward on a like 60 day or 90 day challenge. And in 90 days, have you ever been on a jet ski or a sea do one of those like wave runners? Yeah. You know, when you sit on those things and they're not moving, they don't work very well. They're kind of, yeah. But as soon as you pull the throttle, you know, it takes off and that's what we're doing. We're trying to get people in the boat and we're going to move them forward. So the pre, the, um, the pre, pre deliver the invitation by call if you can and then send the invitation, give them a couple days, and then you have to follow up. And as soon as you follow up, if you've got some people that aren't ready, you know, kind of decide if they're just a little nervous and they need to get past that, or if it's really not the right time, and it's okay. 
We all have seasons in our life where it's not the right time. And you move on to the next person. But you're looking for about five key people. And then, Why is it only five? Well, because... 10 or 20 or like, you yeah. know, people have big teams have dozens of leaders. Why do you pick five? You know, the reason we choose five is because we want to invest in those five. I don't know about you, but it, I can't spend, I can't invest in 20 people at a deep in a deep way. I can't build a team of 20. I can somewhat build a team and be, be just a couple inches deep with 20, but with five people, I can go deep and we can, we will get to know each other. We're going to help each other. You know, the the, uh, the next thing is when you set that meeting and you all come together, here's why it's important. As you come together and you set your goals, creating those goals, a lot of people choose to try to uprank in 90 days. They go, okay, yeah. we're all going to do this together. Upranking takes a lot of work depending where you're at, and it takes a lot of focus. Um, but with five people, your meetings, because one as we're kind of so eight is set the meeting date, get confirmation. So nine is start team meetings. As you start the team meetings, <clears throat> the first thing you want to do is you want to brainstorm the common goal. So so what do we want? You only get two goals at the most. One goal is best. Two goals, and people will say we can do three, and you just can't. You know, you've heard of the dog that chases two rabbits, never catches either one. No, I've never heard that. <laughs> you haven't heard that? No. Okay. You know, the dog chases two, just keeps going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So one goal is best. You can sometimes do two, never three. And organizations will say, we can do three because we're different. We're a different right. team. They try and they fail. And this comes from, um, this comes from um, Four Disciplines of Execution by Sean Covey. Excellent oh, yes. book. One of the things, and, and this, is all, this is his stuff, two goals. So you, you pick your goals. One is best. Two at the most, and then you set the time frame like a 90-day challenge. And here's the trick: you create agreement for the commitment. So you create create agreement. We all agree we want to go one rank. And if everybody says yes, then you go okay. So now, what is it going to take for us to get there? And Jane, yeah. your your team chose ambitious numbers. I was really <laughs> like, wow, okay, let's go. And um, some teams choose lower numbers, but if the leader will let the team choose the goal, choose the way forward, they'll own it. It might not be here, but it might be here. I had a team one time that I thought we could hit 120, and the team laughed at me and said, oh, maybe 75. So we went back and forth, and finally they landed on, okay, we would think if we work really hard, we'll get 100. And so we agreed on 100. But they got going, they worked hard, and they hit 130, which I knew they were capable of doing that. Right. They had to own the goal and move forward. So getting momentum is very important. And even if they've only got 75, it's better than the 60 that we've done. You know so, what's interesting that when when you and I talked, and I this has been interesting in my own team, you know, we're 30 days into it. And you told us at the beginning, the first month, you're trying to fix all your bad habits. And, and I saw that happening in my team. You know, we're... We started like the beginning of the month, you know, not the first day, but we, you guys, we started in the first week, and now we're coming to the end of the month, and people, we're finally really getting our crap together, for lack of a better term. Like we're all, everybody's starting to gel in their groove and figure out how, how they're going to do all those things that they said they're going to do. And then you said the next month, you know, I chose 90 days because I've done 90-day runs in the past, 
um, and six month runs. I really believe six months is really where you're going to see the the real flight up of the volume. And you know, then you said the second month is uh, when we start to see some of the growth, and then the third month you really start reaping some of the fruit. Is that is that correct? And me that's, repeating it back. That's exactly right. You know, that first month is is about behavioral. It's kind of brutal. <laughs> what? What's that? It's kind of brutal because, <laughs> you know, everybody's like, whoa, what do you mean? I got to do the stuff that I said I was going to do? <laughs> yes. You know, when I was in college, my first semester, I had a very low GPA, and I don't want to say it here, but it was low enough that the school was like, maybe you're in the wrong place. Oh, and no. I kind of went, you know what? Do I really want to go to college or not? And I thought, no, I really want to go to college. So guess what? I'm going to figure this out. And it's kind of one of those gut checks where you go, at the end of 30 days, some people are often disappointed with their numbers. And that's a great time to say, let's just use the name Sally. Hey, Sally, you said you want to uprank with us. We're all going together. I noticed you really haven't made the changes it takes. What's going on? And is this really the right time for you? Yes. And it's okay if they go, no, I'm really sorry. It's really not. No problem. You know what? How about next time around we'll pick you up? But this time around, this boat is going to, we're going to uprank. And then Sally goes, no, no, I have to do this because here's a great question I love to ask people. What's at stake if you don't uprank? And what's at stake if you uprank? So some people have said, man, if I uprank, my, my husband can retire. If I uprank, I can pay those bills that I just mm -hmm. can't find the cash to do that. And, and the freedom that comes and the health. The people that I tell, you know, I've got one, I'm, there's one person that I've been coaching spends a lot of money on their own oils and health. And man, Jen, getting her talking about oils, that's easy because she lives it, believes it, she's in. Um, so getting them to decide about upranking, it's that behavioral change after 30 days. The next 60 days, people start going, oh, I can do this. Yep. We are going to make progress. And at 90 days, it's like, yes, we're doing it. And like you said, Jen, I love what you said, but keep going. Six months, wow, what does six months look like? And I kind of say 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. What happens at 120? You know, and you keep moving up and you keep. So, yeah, that's, so the other part about the framework is, so that's the path. You want to create that path. And as the one person on your team said, Boy, this is a little harder than I thought. Yep. But we're really deciding: Am I going to get in, get after this, or is this really too much for me? You know, and the other thing is too, Chris, is that as a leader, and a leader is anybody that sponsored anybody, because people are looking at you no matter who you sponsored. But people are, you know, we always ask the question: Should I be spending my time on this person? And you know, sometimes, like you mentioned, it it's not always the right time for people. I mean, you know, there are seasons and there are times when people have to take off or they can't work, and you find out really quickly who those people are when you do this. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's, um, how do you want to say this, that's been even a space that I've been in before where I've had to lovingly say, maybe this isn't the right time for you, or if people aren't, stepping up to the the goals that they set for themselves that's when like you said you know <laughs> what's going on you said these goals this is the right time you know and I guess 
I'd ask that question too, and this I know would be helpful. And somebody asked a question about the email um, that I that I even sent, and I'll show you the email I sent you guys in a second. I'm just formatting it right now. But Chris, when somebody in your team set you know is not performing, you know they they are either making excuses or stuff is coming up. And I know you said you gently can let them go. Are there any other things that we can do? to help re-engage them, or is it better to step away and say, see you later, I'm going over here, in your experience? Right. You know, I think because we're only dealing with five people, we're, we understand their life. We can listen to their story. We can hear them. Sometimes I think people are just uh, stuck for different reasons. It's fear or too much life is going on, or maybe it's just been a bad week. Um, there's been sickness or illness, um, and they just haven't been able to do it, but they don't want to let go. And I think hearing their story is the first step. Hey, tell, and this is what, how I love to do, you know, we're going to talk in a minute about the meetings. One of the things I love to do is say, so how did, how did it go last week for you? And I love to open that question just very open, and they can go, awesome, or, oh, it was tough, or, man, I had this one moment that the light bulb went on, this person I was talking to, they got it, they jumped in, and they're excited. So just letting them you know, share that and being in it with them and cheering them on and crying with them and sometimes just listening to pain. And So that seems like the first step to me, Jen, is just listen. Then after you listen, then I think you start saying, so, okay, if the week wasn't so great, what were the challenges? What's going on? What's preventing you from going forward? Again, letting them share what's happening. Somebody might just say, you know what? My heart's really just not in it. And if we yeah. give them space to really open up and share, they'll get to that. And then you can talk about, so what's at stake? Let's use the name Sally again, for example. So Sally, so what's at stake if you just drop out? Um, oh, I, had a, a, I had a son one time. He, uh, he, was, playing, he was playing a sport. And it was very difficult, very challenging. He'd been here competitive-wise, and now he was here. And I remember having the conversation with him. And he said, I'm not sure I want to do this. Mm. And so, we, so I just heard him. He goes, it's hard, and it's early, and it's painful. And I said, if you hit the exit door, there's no entrance back in. So before you hit that exit door, let's really talk about this. Because if you step out, that door is barred and you can't get back in. And, and that boy did not hit the exit door because I listened to him and we talked and we, we created strategies. So how can you not be so tired and, and other things that – so I think just by listening to people, hearing what the challenges are, and then saying, okay, so what do you want to do? And letting them actually own that and say, so what do you want to do with this? Well, I've got to figure this out because I want – I need this to happen. Like, I, I want to impact more people, more people's health. It's changed my life, and I want to change more lives. Okay, so how can you move forward? Well, that goal was a little ambitious. We said 10. Could I drop mine to 7 for a week and see how that goes? I don't know. What do you think about that, Jen? I think that's fantastic because I actually had that happen in my own team. Um, first of all, I was going to chuckle and tell you this. I had one person tell me yesterday, she goes, Jen, I got to make sure I've got it on my calendar every week because I know if I miss, I'm out of the boat. <laughs> well, motivated. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and 
then we have a, a we do have one of our members of our boat who has to you know we set very ambitious goals you know we set 50 calls a week and one presentation and I don't remember what else is over here somewhere and you know people are making those 40 calls and they're doing one or two presentations and they're really doing well but I have one person who's got some stuff going on and we talked today and I said well maybe how about we cut your goals in half mm. you know why don't we do 25 and see how you do with that and that person said yes you know that was good so I really believe too Chris this you know when you set that expectation and you go for it it really has helped the communication of people and you know how how you say it really is starting that flow and we sometimes you know one of the things the problems with a leader is that we try to um, like read our team's mind you know <laughs> it's like I just you know we assume things and yes. when you set a goal and you're like okay this is your goal for the week and da 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 and and they don't make it we could check in on it you know if the communication lines are opened up so much better and yes. I, I really um, instead of doing enrollment goals we've chosen reach out you know prospecting goals and you know we were able to see in three you know like I said you guys you start this and you're floundering for a little bit so my personal thoughts if you any of you decide to go with a professional coach you cannot do one month I know some people are like oh, I'm gonna try it for one month you can't uh, because you're just getting your poop in a group after 30 days you know I mean you you're just finally like oh okay we've hit okay now we know what's going on and you've hit 30 days Yes. And then you're going to keep going. And I experienced that today was our call, Monday mornings. And, you know, we did some other things with time management and blah, blah, blah. And that did not happen in one week one, two, or three. You know, this is our fourth call. You know, yeah. so anyways, I, I feel really, um, I feel strongly <laughs> about that. And if you, Chris, is it okay? I'm going to show them the email that I sent um, to my team. Okay. Um, you guys, I... Uh, you guys have to remember I write copy, and, and I'm pretty straightforward, okay? <laughs> so this is my email that I sent. The subject was 90-day sprint, you game. Now, mind you, I did not send it to a lot of people. I sent it to a very small group. Like, like everybody but one, I had to replace one, said yes. And then I said, um, yesterday I met with team-building leadership coach named Chris Greathouse, that many wild leaders have worked with to gain massive momentum and rank advancement in their organizations, a.k.a. you getting unstuck and ranking up in the next 90 days. His approach is for the leader to work with small groups of hungry, coachable, and smart people to build teams. This is not network marketing, fear-busting coach like Tom Challen does. Chris is a life and goal coach, very different, because I didn't want people to be confused. Um, he has said, these are the expectations. There are meetings every week which you must attend. You carry out all the tasks that you commit to from one week to the next. You have to be all in and reaching your goals for these 90 days, not half or a quarter in. And that's what I sent out, and that's what I got the response on. So that question was for, um, who was it here? We got another really good question, too. Um, hold on. This was for Jean. So that was my email, Jean. You can screenshot it if you want. <laughs> and Dolores asked, can you do this in different states? Yes. My leaders are in Ohio. Nobody's in Minnesota except my partner. 
So I got Ohio, Illinois, and Montana in my group. So yes. yes. <laughs> so right. how, do, how do people do that, Chris? You know, yeah. I mean, do yep. you want to explain how we do that? Say, yes. You know, basically, uh, when I've met with people, we talk about that first meeting, you set it up, you bring everybody together, and I have facilitated those meetings. And what happens is that's when they build a boat, they set their goals, it's all on Zoom or Skype. Um, and I I facilitate, you're the leader, and I and I point to you, but I help get it all going, and then you take it. And, and that allows you to be in the trenches doing the work with the people, and yet you're sticking your head out, looking around, going, okay, this is next, this is next. And you get down and you keep working with them. It allows you allows you to be more with them, and I can ask the questions that you might not be able to ask. I might be able to say, hey, Scotland, you only got 12, and you're supposed to get 50. And I'm just wondering, what, what are you thinking? What's happening? Um, but I do that gently, and I, I'm careful, but also to say, wow, guys, you hit all 50. That is phenomenal. So um, that's, and you can do that anywhere. I would like to talk about the multiplication piece, Jen. I think this is very important. Yeah, Here's what happens. So, so you work with your five. The first 30 days, they're getting their groove. They're kind of figuring out. The next 30 days, they start making gains. And at the end of 60 days, then you start saying, I want you to be thinking about people that you can do this with. Because as I'm a leader, you also are a leader. And as I have built into five, now I want you to all build into five. And this multiplication. So, so Jen, <laughs> if, every, if those five people uprank, most likely you might be upranking as well, depending on where you're at. And then when, the, when, when, five, when those five all do five, and they all uprank, it's going to push them up, and everybody is finding success. One of the things I say, about, I try to communicate to leaders, you have to decide if your leadership is going to be about you or about your team. And if it's about your team helping them get where they want to go, it everybody wins. If it's, I heard a story one time of a coach. A guy said the coach could not find the right players to win him his championship. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all about him and his championship. Yeah. No, no, flip it. It's about you guys. How can I help you get where you want to go? So that's the multiplication piece. We do need to talk about the meetings because the meetings are so critical under number nine. Can we talk about that real quickly? Yes, because the meetings for me have been um, huge. It's been a huge part of it. So go ahead and I'll, I'll pipe. Here's meetings. the great thing. If I'm walking with you, I'm going to give you the actual framework to walk through. And all you do is go, right, there you go. There you go. I can't too, too much, everybody. <laughs> That's my meeting, and this is Patrick Lencioni's stuff as well. And it is a great framework. I've used it so many times. When I lead teams, we walk through it, and I won't talk about all the nuances of it, but I just want people to know that there are meeting modules and templates that will tell you, you do this, 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 and this, and you, it moves you forward automatically. So when you get your team, you commit to one team meeting a week. You have to meet weekly. You have to meet daily. You have to check in. It's a, it's a two or three minute check in on Facebook. Hey, I did three yesterday. I've got this set up today, and I've got this for later in the week. And everybody's doing that, so everybody knows what everybody's doing. Yes, and that and so, piece is that piece is what creates the cohesion. That piece. It's great. That's in my experience. I don't awesome. know about other people, but I that's what is creating the camaraderie. Is awesome. that everyday check-in? Yeah. So great. Yeah, because your your team, you're linking arms and we're all gonna go do this together. Daily check-in, 
weekly meeting with the team and a weekly one-on-one, -on -one, maybe 30 minutes. Some people like to do an hour. Some people do it 30 minutes. And that's the one-on-one -on -one where, Jen, if I was leading you, I'd say, Jen, how did it go, how did it go last week? Where have you had some challenges? What's in front of you this week? And how can I help you get there? What do you need for me to help you get there? Those four questions, and you're moving on. And they go, wow, my leader knows where I'm at, and they know where I'm struggling, and they know where I'm having success. Could you repeat those four questions, you guys? Yeah. Pen, paper, take this down. Four que These questions have been my savior. So Good. four questions, everybody. Go ahead, Chris. How did it go last week? Um, where have you found, found challenges? Where have you been challenged? What's been, what's been a struggle? Um, what are you going to do this week? What's in front of you? How can I help you? That how can I help you piece, that's the leadership piece. And we're going to talk about the 80-20 principle in just a minute. How can I help you? Man, Jen, I don't know how to sign somebody up. Could you just walk me through again one more time? Where do I, put, where do I check the box? Okay, put your computer up. Let's go through it. Da -da -da -da. There you go. Wow, Jen, thank you. And I know you're available. And if I get stuck, I can either keep notes all week for our meeting or maybe you have time and I can write you, hey, Jen, I've got this problem. I run into the situation. Can you help me? That's that cohesion. That's that walking together, sharing life. Oh, it's incredible. It and really it really is. Go ahead with your um, last part. You have to keep score. Somebody oh. has to keep scoreboard. That's, that's how you know if you win. If you set your goal and you set your numbers, at the end of 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you can go, look what we've done, guys. How incredible. And that's when you can have your celebration. Hey, if we're in the area, we're all going out to dinner at the end of 90 days, and we're going to celebrate. Or guess what? I'm going to send you all a coupon for we're going to all go out for dinner on our own with our spouses or our friends. But somehow <laughs> celebrate those moments because 90 days of hard work is something worth celebrating. Um, so, But you've got to keep score. That's the accountability piece. And that people keep saying, without that, I couldn't move forward. So people love and hate the accountability. What do you mean by accountability? What are some of the examples that people are doing for measuring tangibles? Right. So like your team, you have 50 calls a week. There you go. Did I make my 50 calls? That's very simple. Either you did or you didn't. And what was the challenge? What stopped you? What kind of challenges did you run into? Or <clears throat> um, and how can I help you with, it's like, Jen, I'm not moving fast enough. i got to do 75. All right. Let's lean yeah. in. How am I going to do that? And then you as a leader, you're giving ideas. Hey, have you ever tried this? Um, have you ever tried this? As a coach, I'm hearing stuff all across the board. So I'm also able, let me just say something about coaching. There's coaching, mentoring, consulting, counseling. Coaching is never counseling. It's sometimes mentoring, sometimes consulting, and a lot of questions with coaching. Um, and so there's times I can say, hey, I've seen somebody have great success in the area. Would you like an idea? And they can say, no, I'm doing great. I don't need any more ideas. Or, yeah, I'd love to hear an idea. Well, I, I know one group has done this. Would that, be, would that be helpful for your situation? How would that work in your situation? Um, and then they can decide. So you've got to keep that scoreboard. And, and then the last thing, Jen, is that 80-20 principle. You know, if you have enough people that you can invest 80% of your time in them and the multiplication and 20% in the addition of more people building your business. A story that I'll tell real quick, I had a friend who was fundraising. His job was to raise, let's just use an easy number, his job, let's say it was, it was different numbers, but 10000 He had to raise 10000 a year. 
No problem. He did it. Second year, the boss said, now we've got to raise 50000 And the guy said, man, I worked pretty hard on that 10000 He said, okay, but now it's fifty. And the guy says, well, I can't do that by myself. I can't just add a little more on to my hours every day. It won't get me to fifty. So he hired four people, and they all raised ten. So now they're at forty, but he only raised um, he only raised um, five thousand instead of the ten. Uh, these numbers are a little bit off, but ten thousand. He only raised five. The boss calls him in and says, "Hey, do you know why you're here?" He says, "Yeah, I think you're going to fire me." He goes, "Fire you? Why would you think I'm going to fire you? Well, I only did five thousand. Yeah, a little crazy right now. Pardon? You still there? Uh oh." Freezing. I froze. Okay, I'm still here. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, no, was, I didn't mean that, but I can't see you, but I'm assuming you're still here. So, I, I am. Is, as he, as he, he, said, he said, I only raised 5,000. He goes, 5,000? You raised 45,000. You invested in your team. You went from 10 to 45. I'm going to give you a promotion and a raise because this is amazing what you've done. And so the principle is, if you invest in your team and those five people, it'll multiply. They'll do their part. You do your part, Michael, down a little bit, but the overall picture will be much stronger. Mm. You know, that's incredible because it's a scary thing to let go like that. And for me, it has been, you know, because especially when you're a bulldog and you, you're just a, a, you know, go forward, go forward, go forward type of person. Yeah. And um, one of the, I've got a couple of questions here, and if you guys have questions, type them in because we're gonna we're coming to a close here. Um, yeah, on my website even. Yeah, and don't forget, we'll go there in a second. Um, I want to make sure we, you know, you guys know where to go. But I want to, you know, what Chris, <laughs> uh, Karina missed number three of the coaching questions again. Um, could you repeat number three, or just repeat all four again to make sure everybody's got it? Okay. Um, how did it go last week? Where did you get stuck or have some challenges? Um, what 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 is your plan for this week? What's your goal? And how can I help you get there? That's so powerful. Because a lot of times we don't know what to say. And those four questions. That's your framework. And it takes you where you need to go. Um, and, another, go ahead. And the whole framework is on my website at lifesurgecoaching.org. Um, it's a free PDF download, Life Surge, S-U-R-G-E, Life Surge Coaching. Dot org. You can go there. Oh, there you go. You can go there. You can download that for free. I'm also available for uh, for 20 minutes of coaching. I'll be happy to lean in, talk about what you what where you're at, where you'd like to go, and if I can be of help to you as well. Yeah, and that other, was a huge piece I'm, for me. I'm excited about. We're going to start group coaching as well, so it's less threatening, less scary. But we're we're going to walk with people in group settings in a couple weeks too. So if anybody's interested in some group coaching, we're going to lean into that really soon. I'm really excited about that. You know, you mentioned earlier a 90-day seminar. Is that something you have recorded? Is that something 90 you 90-minute, 90-minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not recorded, but I do have it on PowerPoint, and I've delivered it many times. Um, and so I'm happy to talk with people about how to deliver that. Maybe I need to just offer it on my website. I'll think about that. But so far, it's always been in person. I really enjoy the interaction with people whenever possible, even on Zoom or, or uh, GoToMeet, GoToWebinar, where we can sit face-to-face, -face, ask questions, hear stories, and help each other and walk with each other. Mm. Uh, Diane has a question. She says, does each person in the boat have the same goal, as in will all uprank 
you know, each, you know, one level, or will each person increase our PV by 25%? Yes. Which is, how does yep. that, how have you seen that happen throughout your team? <laughs> Great question. You know, some teams choose increase ER, increase PV, increase OGB, um, but that team has to all agree. So you, there's some discussion, there's some give and take, and then we all come together and make the same decision so that we're all going the same direction. Because if somebody goes, no, my goal is ER, or my goal is OGB or uprank, then that boat's not united. So you want to unite that boat and all row at the same pace and same direction. Mm. Yeah, that's when, you know, with my team, I've got people, you know, some people were really, really new very new and then I've got some people who've been around a little longer and some people have been around a very long time and we all the my team was in a space where they're all very close to the next up rank and I didn't commit my up rank my up rank commitment is actually in, you know in the following month because my up rank is a little more than going from senior star to executive you know it's it's got a it. you know it's a it's a huge up rank for me yes. Yes, but, yes. So, but it was all, you know, them upranking, and I set my uprank goal. And then right. we had the goal of, um, that was the big goal, and then we had the the finite, tangible, accountable numbers that everybody did next week, which will lead to the, the overall goal of the uprank. Yes, so, that's great. Yeah. That's right, doing the things that get you there. So, Jen, I just, I just want to say, you know, people go to my website and click on the link. I'll connect with them, and we'll go from wherever they currently are. Um, and if they do want to lean into coaching, there's no risk as the first coaching session. You know, it comes with a 100% money-back guarantee if they're not happy with how it went. No questions asked. So I really take all the risk out so that they know what they're going to get into. Um, but I, but like you said, I think everyone needs a coach. It makes all the difference. Set goals, create the path, keep track of success, and have accountability. One person told me about 15 years ago, buy Apple stock. You have to, Chris. It's going to go crazy. I go, Apple stock. I don't know anything about Apple. Well, I wish I had bought Apple stock. But that was the time. And this is also the time, you know, to move forward when you're hearing this and you're inspired and you're thinking. You go, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to check this out, lean into it. Um, anyway, go and click, and I'd love to talk with people if they want to hear more about uh, life surge coaching. You know, here's a question from Jenny that I think is really valid. She says, I'm ranked as an executive. What if my members don't take this seriously? Like, I don't have enough experience to teach them. What would you um, say on that? You know, it's like, you know, somebody who has a smaller team and they maybe don't have the bigger group, how would you respond to that? Well, I would say um, get them, get together and um, work together, collaborate. Don't put yourself up as, I know where I'm going and how to get there. Say, hey, guys, I really want to move forward. Do you want to move forward? Is there a way we can figure out how to move forward together? So I, I just think opening it up, but but inviting, you know, one person actually in the invite even put my coaching cost in the invite. They said, hey, it's going to cost you 100 bucks for three months. But but those people that got in, they invested and they were in. So if you can get them to, com to commit to moving forward and just saying, I'm not sure how to move forward, but let's do this together. That linking arms together is the key, Jen. It's just significant. Yeah, and for those that feel like this and you're not sure, I would really encourage you to talk to Chris and set up that consult time to see if he can help you because I have, you guys, I don't even want to tell you how many coaches I have. I have one, I have three coaches right now um, doing different things and because I have skills that I really, my 
the last final weaknesses that I want to master, I'm really serious about those, and I'm very serious about getting into those top ranks. And I pay more in coaching every month than I pay for my rent mortgage, which is very, I live in a nice area, if it gives you any idea. I could buy an incredible horse for what I spend every month. So not car, who cares about that? But, you know, if you really are serious, you have to, to look at getting that assistance to help you forward with the experience. And Chris, real quick, because we're at the end of our time, could you repeat the 80-20 principle? About six or seven people asked to repeat that. So I figured, could you do that, you know, real yep. quick? 80% of your time should be investing in your people. 20% should be expanding the business, depending where you're at. Some people should be 70-30. Some should be 60-40. Some should even be 50-50. But you've got, to, you've got to make a conscious decision to spend a certain number of hours investing in your team and your, your five people that you choose to invest in. Just like we want to be on a team and we want to be invested in, they want to be invested in as well. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Chris. This was incredible. Um, your your website is lifesurgecoaching.org. Um, I sent you guys this link through the, the chat. Make sure you get that or go back to the email. This is where you can get the free PDF. Um, you can also reach out to Chris here under contact on his website. So, yes. <laughs> so, Chris, do you have any anything else at the end here that you want to wrap any Yes, Young Living, what people are doing is amazing. The stories that I hear day in and day out of lives being changed and the heart that people have to help and invest in others, other people is inspiring. I really consider it an honor to get to walk with Young Living people. And what, what you guys are doing is amazing. And, um, yeah, that's, wow. I've been really inspired. Thank well, you for having me. Yes, well, Chris, thank you so much for reaching out to me and getting my butt moving forward because I this is my area that I really needed to work on, and I'm very excited to see what's happening in my own team. And uh, I can't – you guys will have to have Chris back on, and we'll do more of this type of work because he is a, a great resource to have somebody like this. This is not – this is not strategic, like this is how you say the words on a phone call. This is you getting and doing what you need to do, which is probably the most important thing in your business to keep it growing and then having others do the same. So, Chris, I will uh, bid you good night and thank you for coming and, you know, have a good sleep. And everybody else, thank you for coming as well. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. And everybody's saying goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> oh, this webinar is helpful. I love that, Norma. Thank you. Um, you're welcome, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Jen. Stop. You're welcome. Okay, oh, let me hit the stop recording. <sighs>